Good evening, world. Oh, Jimmy with the quick change <laughs> from the AirPods to the Beats. A last wardrobe change. Yeah, I've been reeling over here. I couldn't find my own AirPods, so then I grabbed Mackenzie's AirPods. We have multiple AirPods in this family. Nice. And none of those are working. This technology is failing me, so I have my Beat Studios from 8th grade. So. Yes. Very nice. Now, did you? are you wearing those so you shrink your hat in a little bit? I know you're worried about the baseball hat being a little big. Yeah. 59, right? These are 5950s. I've Fit always low profile had, 5950. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've never I am in between multiple sizes all the time and this one fits kind of it won't give me a headache but if I get a gust of wind coming my way it's probably coming off. Gotcha. It's annoying, you know. When you were a baby, you, that hat probably still would have fit that head, but yeah. you, at least your head didn't keep growing. Like now you have a normal size head. Yeah, the problem with my head, let's show the visual, is it gets a little bit bigger as it goes up. So I there was like this filter on TikTok the other day, and I can't hear you if you're saying anything. Um, I'm not saying anything. Okay. <laughs> There's this filter on TikTok that shows what you look like if you're bald. And God help me if I ever go completely bald because it's going to be bad. I look like Megamind. <laughs> well, you know what? That just means that you have a very big brain. I just got. I got to keep the hair. Didn't they used to call you Jimmy Neutron in school when they bullied you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. The teachers uh, good too. Times. The, the teachers yeah. would do it. They're probably joking about it in the break room. In, I like uh, to in, think it was because I was smart. Or right. I think it, I was smart. I think it was a little bit of both. Um, in in kindergarten, I had a little red dot on my nose. Not really sure what. I think it was like a blood vessel thing. I have no idea what it was, but uh, the kids called me Rudolph. Um, and you know, jokes on them. Cause Rudolph literally saved Christmas and what, yeah. so, you know, what, what did they do? They're just stupid kindergartners and I'm saving Christmas. Yeah. Um, but that's just, you know, kids. Am I right? Um, they're brutal. Great. Brutal. They you are saw brutal. my story about this weird dot under my eye. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah. It looks like a classic wart. That's my worry that it's a wart. It could yeah, be. I think it is. All right, enough to talk about her skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I could go on and on about issues with my body. Um, but that will be for another podcast. Uh, Jimmy, it is August 12th, and, you know, school is back in session. Summer is over. Back to the real world for everybody. How are we feeling? We, we We've got a... Did you have a good summer? I I I had an awful summer. I hate summer okay. as an adult. Um, but Mackenzie actually put out a poll today saying, "Do you think do, do you start planning for Halloween in August, or do you still consider it the summer?" And it was like over sixty percent of people said still summer, which I, mean, I don't I think, buy that. Yeah, well, I wouldn't fall into either one of those categories. I don't think it's still summer because school it's not. You're not in school and being like, this is a great summer. But like, is it summer? Is it summertime or is it fall? Because that's be one of the there's no purgatory in between. Well, I mean, te technically, it's still like summer doesn't end until what Labor Day weekend. So it's a terrible month. I think the two worst months that exist is August and January. Awful, terrible months. See, January is being, I'm, I'm pretty 
kind of OCD. Um, and so January is a reset month, new fresh start. So January is one of my favorite. August is brutal, but August you get you start getting excited for things. Football happens in August. That's true. Literally, like preseason NFL and college football, their first weekend, week zero, August twenty eighth or whatever. So it's not too. That's bad. true. We got preseason football. I think so July. I think July stinks. And you got Fourth of July though. I've start as I've gotten older. I've liked the Fourth of July holiday more. It used to just be like <sighs> hot, and we were probably just playing baseball anyways. But I enjoy July. I think uh, I hate August. It's the worst. I don't, I don't like fireworks. You know. Yeah. I love America, I guess, but it's yeah, not the that's fireworks. Most, that's mostly what Fourth of July is about. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, let's get into the show. Review the beer, do the burns my biscuits, talk about happens to what in the world, and sign off. Let's get this over with. <laughs> well, I'm excited about my beer. Hailing from the state of Georgia, home of Jimmy Nugent, Creature Comforts Brewing from Athens, Georgia. Yes. I, I, I'm doing a wedding in Athens next year and I want to visit oh. that brewery. Oh, I don't have anything. I don't have anything new. I think we did this a few episodes back. Crank IPA. We really, we actually, I mean, we did good for about a few episodes where we had the same one. We'll get back on track. This My is taste. like, I honestly think this might be, no, I had one beer last Friday, but I've, Ever since getting sick, I've just like not wanted to have a beer. <laughs> I was going to say, my taste is coming back. Cheers. Cheers. So is it almost back or it's, it's all the way back? It's not all the way back. No, I'd say, honestly, I'd say it's about 60%. Oh, really? Smell is probably 40%. Really? I think I'm yeah. all the way back, maybe 80% smell. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I've had uh, this is the last of the six pack you gave me or eight pack. I'm not sure how much it was. Uh, 12 pack, maybe? No, maybe, not that much. No, nah, I think it was a six pack. Yeah. And it's a phenomenal beer. It's refreshing. It's it's summery. Um, it's I expected it to beer. be fruity from the name and the look of it. I thought it was going to be some like guava IPA. Yeah. No, it's just your classic solid IPA. There is a little bikini girl on it coming out of the water. Is there? Um, yeah. So I will give this a 1.8 out of two, a two piece bikini. Okay. It's a good rating. I'm not, I already rated this one. So that's a, wait, a 1.8 out of two? Yeah, that's pretty high. That's really high. What does that convert into like an out of a 10? That's like 1.8 out of two is. That'd be like a nine point. I don't know why I'm not trying. I'm trying to do math over here. Actually, no, that would be a, a nine out of 10. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cause I'd be like getting 18 out of 20 and 90%. So you get nine out of 10. Yeah. You going to hold to that. It's I can't go back. I never go back on my word. <laughs> ah, all right. Good stuff. Um, before we get into Burns My Biscuits, it's just on top of my mind. 
Did you catch any of the Field of Dreams game, Yankees-White Sox? That's actually why I put on this Braves hack because I was feeling nice. in a baseball mood. Yeah, for anyone out there, right? it's happening right now. Um, I'll turn it on. I was watching it before. I'll turn it on after. I don't watch during the show because I focus on my craft. Can you imagine but, if you were watching it? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you've ever seen Field of Dreams starring Kevin Costner, if you haven't seen it, you got to see it. Especially if you're a sports fan, especially if you're a baseball fan, especially if you're a father or a son. But they are playing a baseball game at the site of where the movie was filmed, and they built the field to like look like it, and it's it's just incredible. Yeah. So that I was just on top of my mind. I just and had it. Kevin Costner is putting on a wonderful on a, performance. Yeah, not a dry the, eye in the house. Watch the, at least Google or YouTube the. In the how they introduce the teams, and it'll uh, it'll get you. It's it'll I honestly don't even remember really what the movie's about. It's been so long. I also felt bad for the players. They yeah, see the camera angle; they were just tossing right into their yeah. face when they were going saying each name. Like the yeah. guy, the the guys didn't really know what to do. They're just like looking around. This cameraman's just straight in their face. Yeah, it's like when you're bowling, you don't know how to react after you bowl. Yeah. That's what they were like. Like I'm not sure if we smile or what yeah um, the walk yeah the walk back from getting it especially when it's like a strike and you know it's yeah, good yeah it's like, or like a, like a, a spare you just hit one so it wasn't all that climactic climatic yeah. i don't know but you kind of just like give a fist pump and yeah last time i went bowling fell straight on my butt slipped left foot slipped out straight on my butt i have Packed a bowling alley i don't remember the last time i bowled it was like something out of a something out of a cartoon Remember I took bowling in college? It was the easiest yeah. two credits in my life. And I, I became a better bowler. Like it was our bowl. Our co our teacher was like, she used to teach the women's Olympic bowling team. Jeez. Like, what are you doing at UCF teaching a two thirty class on Thursdays? <laughs> it's kind of what happens when you leave the Olympics. You know, if you don't pick yeah. up a sponsorship now, what? Yeah. They don't really care if you're a pole vaulter when it comes to being an accountant, you know, doesn't, doesn't correlate. Okay, burns my biscuits inbound. <laughs> All righty, I am up, and this is my favorite segment of the show. I've got a lot of these. It's just, it doesn't take me long to think about my next one. I got a lot of them in my back pocket, and this is one that I, I've talked about a lot to um to people in my life if you it's kind of like my first conversation when you meet me this is what i bring up this is what i talk about and it is regarding celebrities celebrities athletes entertainers and their fans so jimmy just pulled up a picture of taylor swift taking a picture with one of her fans that we just, I just needed to give a picture of a celebrity and their fans. So this is not, <laughs> I'm not knocking on Taylor Swift because she might not be like this. I don't know. I, that's true. If someone just pops on now, they see what burns my biscuit. And yeah. Then it's it's not Taylor Swift. It's not. <laughs> but what drives me insane is we somehow we are now in our society where I'm, I'm thinking a lot about athletes where they, think that they are above the fans like in their press conferences, a coach or these athletes, they, they get frustrated at the media. 
at the way the fans are talking to him and all this. It's like you at the end of the day, what they need to understand is that they are here to entertain. I like, I I'm sorry. That might sound harsh, but at the end of the day, that's literally their job is to entertain me. So whatever I want to say goes because you're getting paid millions of dollars to entertain me. Now I get it. Fans can cross the line when they're throwing stuff at them. Like you got to treat them like a human being. I mean, goodness, <laughs> like there, you know, you get, there is a line, but when the, when they get like annoyed with them, that, that when they get annoyed with the media asking like stupid questions and they, or they refuse to even answer to the media, like, wait, you can't do that. You yeah. can't refuse to speak to the media. The media is the reason you have a job. If the media stops reporting on you, if the fans stop showing up to the games, you have no job. So like when they, when these players and like, I'm speaking on the players right now, when the players get mad at the fans for giving them a hard time or like booing them. It's like, this is like, we're here to be entertained, entertain us or celebrity. Sorry if you hear my cat meowing in the background, his name is Dobby. <laughs> Or celebrities, when they they like say, woe is me, I can't have a normal life, I can't go out in public. Like, give me a break. First of all, yeah. you can go out in public. You'll just get mobbed by your fans. And if you have a problem with that, then just stop doing what you're doing. Stop getting paid millions. Yeah. Your fans won't show up anymore. But like it, the entitlement of, like they just think that they are above everyone. It's like, no, no, you're here to entertain. The moment you stop entertaining or the moment you be a... Uh, uh, a gremlin about it. I don't even know. I've never even seen gremlins. I don't even know that's the right word. Gremlin. 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 Yeah. Gre gremlin. Yeah, it's an E. Are are they like nasty little guys? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like little goblins. Okay. Yeah. So the moment you start acting like a little goblin, like <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna turn me off, and it's like you know what. You you should expect to get mobbed. Like that's what you signed up for. And if you if you hate it, then quit. But don't come crying to me with your millions of dollars. And we you you have fans like you have people spending their hard earned money to spend a lot of money to go see you at a concert at a game. Like this is why you do it. So quit treating us like garbage. Yeah, I saw I saw an article, and actually I didn't read the whole article, but the. The quote from it was, um, who is the guy that was Cal Drago in Game of Thrones and also Aquaman? What's his real name? Um, I forget. You know what I'm talking I know, about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Absolutely shredded, a god of a human being. Yeah. But um, he said that he he's like, I wouldn't want this life for my kids. Like, I'm not going to have them be actors. I'm like, really? Oh, please. Like, like, you wouldn't want this life for your kids. They're making millions of dollars to say some words on a screen. Like, obviously, I know it takes talent. It takes work. There's no, there's no, like, there. yeah, it, it's still, a, making a movie, is, I'm sure, is super tiring. But at the end of the day, you're memorizing a script. You're getting paid millions. And you're yeah. saying those words on a, on a being while being filmed. Like, right. And, and you're saying you wouldn't want that life for your kids. Like this is some burden on you that you have to do this. So right. that, that kind of stuff just like it gets to me. And given I could be taking this article completely out of context, maybe it was it's something else about the industry. But even with like and I, I, I don't disagree that, you know, some some people get hit more than others mentally and they just get destroyed online or something or people just can't take criticism like that and let that get to them. I totally get that. 
and that might be why he doesn't want his kids in it. But at the end of the day, it's like, I feel like the positives outweigh the negatives. Like they also have to keep in mind, like if like the whole, whole Simone Biles thing, I, 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 I totally understand, like, especially the having the, I couldn't imagine having the weight of world on my shoulders going into a competition. Like I bet that would, could break anyone, but if any, I, I hope people like Simone Biles know that if any person that's ever dragged them actually saw them in person, they would be the nicest people in the world. So I do think, I don't know. I, I do think that there is a, a level of, I guess I'm kind of going against your point here. I think there's a level of that people are too strong on the internet and they say these things to these celebrities. Like they're also humans. So yeah. it can break down people like that. But I know what you're talking about when it comes to like athletes and stuff like that. Not necessarily Simone Biles. That was kind of a, a unique scenario, but yeah, people are like, ruthless over the internet with, and like, I, yeah. I, I, I couldn't, couldn't help, but look up my name on like Twitter and stuff and see what people were saying about me. If I was at, to a, like a level of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's like, I don't know. I, yeah. It is easy to say now, like you, you just ignore it. Like you're the one making, you're the one making millions and, yeah, but but my that's that's not even really what my point. My point is you are an entertainer. Like that, your job is to entertain me. And so when they act like they don't need the fans, yeah, or the or fans like the are press. annoying, yeah, or the press, like they, they totally. they're tired of the press's questions. They don't want to answer to the press. Like if you if all right, get rid of all of that. The press will stop writing about you. Yeah. The fans will stop talking about you. You don't have a job. Yeah, like, I that's, don't, I that's the bottom line. I agree. So that's, I guess it's just like, like, especially athletes, like I'm focusing on athletes. Like, I think they think some of them now, obviously like the majority don't, but some of them think that they exist. Like you just take all the fans away and they can just play their game in solitude. Yeah. Well, no, you can't. Well, you know, you know, who's a good example of this is he's not a player, but Greg Popovich. Exactly. I can't stand the way Greg Popovich treats the media. Yeah. Like, makes them feel like idiots. And then, but it's like Greg Popovich, you would not have a job if it wasn't for the media. Yeah. He acts like he's so above people, but at the end of the day, you're just coaching guys to play basketball. Now the media, they wouldn't have a job. If it wasn't for Greg Popovich. I get it. It's hand in hand, but the media is not there treating Greg Popovich like a jerk. Like why yeah. we like bow down to these athletes. Like, Oh, like I won't say anything wrong. It's like, no, uh, you can say whatever you want to them. Like yeah. th- they can say whatever you want to you. You can say whatever they want to them. And let's all, Let's all have a good time. That's a good one. Yeah. It drives <laughs> me crazy. It drives me crazy. Be nice to people on the internet though. And like, but and like when a celebrity, like I get that there's times that it's too much. Like you got to give them their space. They're humans. But if you are a celebrity and you walk into an establishment, you cannot get upset if people come up to talk to you. Oh yeah. Like, if you're getting upset about that, if you're getting upset about that, you've lost touch with your yeah. fan base and how they are. Now I get, there are, like when they're at your house, that's you, that's crossing the line. If you're at dinner and you just get mobbed, like at your table, like people have to like understand there's a, there is a balance, yeah. but you, you have to expect your fans are going to come up to you and you should want that. I'm you, like, I, I love it when fans come up to me and, and like I'm at dinner with Lindsay and like Joe, like we love happens. What can we get a picture? I'm like, yes. I ask, I tell Lindsay to get up out of her chair and I'd say to them, sit down, let's have dinner. Lindsay, you go just get takeout. I'll meet you at home. Yeah, see, I That's- kick him out. I asked that I I actually go straight to the manager, <laughs> get a private table in the back in the kitchen. Yeah. 
I actually ask, I ask when I go into restaurants, I ask for the whole thing to be shut down. Yeah. And the whole so restaurant I can be the only one in there. Ruin everyone else's night. Who yeah. is the person that told us that worked at Universal that said Ar- that's what Ariana Grande wanted for every ride? She, yeah, which that just doesn't surprise me at all. No. She's the worst. She wanted every ride she went on to be shut down, so only her group would be the ones going on the rides. If I owned a theme park and she showed up, I'd just shut down the theme park for everyone and say no one's coming in. Yeah. <laughs> she just because she wants to go. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking right. of theme parks. Oh, oh, I'm not quick enough for this. Happens uh, to what in the world? Halloween Horror Nights 2021, the 30th anniversary. That's what's happening. Today, they released all the houses and scare zones. It goes live on September 3rd. Do you like the, got, the picture I brought up? Beetlejuice? That's your childhood oh, nightmare. Yeah. That's the childhood nightmare, and that nightmare comes to life in a house on September 3rd, like I just said. Um, <laughs> so last year was supposed to be the 30th anniversary. It got canceled due to COVID-19. Ever oh. heard of it? But this year they are in, they're doing the 30th anniversary again. So it, it's going to be a phenomenal year. I've got my Frequent Fear Plus pass. Jimmy, have you gotten your tickets yet? I have not. Okay, got to get on that. <laughs> I was I'm trying to find a discount or something. They used to run that weird. If you bought a six pack of Coke Zero, you'd get a discount. Yeah, I was Is Coke Zero even a thing anymore? That's what I was about to say. Now there's like eight other types of Coke now, but I don't think that there's like coffee Coke, but yeah. I, I don't think there's any more Coke Zero. So let me. I'm gonna quickly run through the houses. I'm gonna I'm gonna list them. And then I want you to tell me which one you're most excited for. Okay. We could rank them. Actually, I don't have that thing ready to go. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So this year we have the haunting of Hill house house. Mm. Yeah. The haunting of Hill house house. (laughs) (laughs) Great Netflix show. We have Beetlejuice. Yeah. I like the second season, but this one's based off the first season. Um, We have Beetlejuice. We have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. What? Didn't they? um, I thought they did that one last year for like the half opening when they had like two houses. Um, I think that was The Bride of Frankenstein. This is The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. Oh, so she died in the last house. I guess. Uh, we have Halloween Horror Nights icons captured. So it's like all of the the head honchos of the past year's themes all in one house. Mm, Jack the Clown. Yeah. Jack the Clown is the is the centerpiece of that. Um, we have Welcome to Scary Horror in the Heartland, which is Carrie, the town of Carrie. Uh, a lot of weird things, I guess, happening there. A lot of times those are actually the scariest. Those like self-made ones. Cause there's no no plot really like the, like ones like Beetlejuice. It's going to be scary, but they're going to try and get us in like the iconic scenes and stuff, which I love. But yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the, the independent houses can be the best. Um, Cases filed unearth legendary truth. It's like a weird alien type thing. Not sure. 
Um, we have the Wicked Growth Realm of the Pumpkin. Pumpkin, always a good theme. Always gets uh-huh. you in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> we have Puppet Theater. Captive Audience. Ooh, puppets. That's scary. I hate yeah. puppets. And then finally, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy, which that was also a house last year. Yeah, that one, that, did you go in it? No. That's got to be ridiculous. Yeah. Like but? that. Some sometimes with the house ideas, it's like I think about all the possible pitches, and then if someone like someone says something like, "What about an evil tooth fairy that wants to kill people?" And like out of all the houses, that's the one that gets put to the top. Yeah, but you got to have your budget houses. You know, they can't all be blockbusters. <laughs> no, they all are though. That's the thing. There's never like a house like that was like cheap and stupid. Like they go all out right. on them. Right. Sometimes so, like, I have no idea what's going on. Out of all of those, what would you say you're most excited for? Easily haunting of Hill House House. Yeah. It's going to be terrifying. That's, that's going to be if they have if they're throwing the bent neck lady in there a few Ooh. times, like that's going to do me in. And also just the mom in general. If they have any type of scene where she's running down a hallway, I'm going to collapse on the floor. Yep. Uh, what else are the other scary guys in that? The tall guy, he was never all that scary to me with like the cane. Um, yeah, I gotta rewatch it, and I honestly don't remember too much of it. Her, her friend that like the dead friend that was like enticing the mom to come on the other side. You know what I mean? Oh right. I don't want to blow the show for anyone if they haven't seen it because it's a great show. So yeah, that's gonna be. But it, the, the bent neck lady is one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen in my life. So. Yeah. So I Texas the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is my favorite horror movie of all time. It is a classic. It's got all of the goodies and it's truly just a terrifying kind of concept. So and I remember Texas Chainsaw Massacre at my first ever Halloween Horror Nights. I mean it it brought me to my knees. I didn't it, I didn't even go in. <laughs> it I was never the same. I went home that night and tried turning on like family guy or maybe friends on the TV or something. (laughs) And it, I still couldn't get out of it. Like it ruined me. And so (laughs) I'm, I'm excited to have for that to be back. Like the Texas chainsaw massacre is terrifying to me. The scariest house I ever did that put me in a, in a mindset like that was bloody Mary. Our, our second year that, that we went, I think I was in seventh grade and I like, I don't know why, but I think because I think I, I wanted mom to sleep with me because I was so scared. Yeah. And I think we slept in the guest room and I woke up just doused in sweat from like a nightmare about Bloody Mary. It just it wrecked me like I still don't want to go. On. It was like a demonic house. Like she was like, yeah. I remember scenes of her just like sitting in a bathtub with like white eyes. It's just like dripping and she's just sitting there in the corner, like not even trying to scare me. But right. it was just disturbing. But you know then, that scare that scare actor. There's a human being. They I know. they get off their shift. They go get yeah. a churro. Head they were on in home. high school or college at that point. I know right. it's so funny to think about that. I Mackenzie and I were gonna audition in college, and then our schedules didn't allow it. But I would love to be in Halloween Horror Nights. But I do remember when we went in that Bloody Mary house. The part I got scared the most was because of you. You were looking at Bloody Mary in like she was just like staring at us and you go, well, you're an ugly little thing. 
and trying to be she, cool. Yeah. I was trying to be the tough guy. Yeah. And she came at us and I just collapsed. I'll never forget that scene. I had no idea that she could get through the mirror. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like a transparent. It wasn't actually a mirror. It looked like there was one. Right. Yeah, that was that was very scary. There was also um, the 80s one back in the day where you're just literally oh, in oh, hell. House. Yeah. It's like, let's just um, throw them in hell. <laughs> That's yeah. a good idea for a house. And then the scare zones this year, we've got Crypt TV. It says, step inside Crypt TV, a dark universe of monsters that reside in the same reality on your screen, in your pockets, and now San Francisco. Francisco. It's just going to be a lot of um, YouTube vloggers and stuff yeah, like that. Tick- TikTokers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's yeah. gonna be a, a bunch of teenagers lined up Which, just doing a TikTok dance. That is terrifying. I <laughs> I will give them that. Um, thirty years, thirty fears. The monsters you've most dreaded from past Halloween horror nights have taken over the streets. They're back, and your history. So they're oh. they have a they have a house and a scare zone. Yep. So if the house line's too long, you kind of get the idea. You go through the scare zone, same sort. You'll get the idea. Yeah. Uh, seek and destroy not to be confused with search and destroy the best call of duty modern warfare 2 mode seek and destroy a ruthless alien cyber regime led by the controller has taken over new york turning humans into fuel succumb or be destroyed i love the stories that they come up with the scare zones like if I walk never relate, like never reflect when you actually walk into the scare zone. Half the people if are heads walk, down. Exactly. Yeah. If I walk through that scare zone, I would have no. There's probably yeah. going to be clowns <laughs> with with chainsaws in that. It's just yeah. nonsense. I think Crypt TV sounds confusing. Like I don't even know what they're going to be doing for that. Yeah. Uh, we have Gorewood Forest, which that's definitely going to take place in Central Park area. Yeah. 16 years after the gory sacrifices of Terra Cruentis, the heartless yeah. Terra Queen <laughs> is back. Evil is in her nature. Terra Cruentis, everyone, is back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's just, <laughs> they're going to see, they're, everyone will see a witch in this, but just be like, oh, that's like a forest witch. No, it's Terra Cruentis. That's Terra Cruentis. Say her name. And then finally, lights, camera, Action, Eddie's Revenge. Get ready for the feel-bad movie of the year. Eddie Schmidt, Jack the Clown's brother, is filming a horror <laughs> film, and the monsters are real. So Jack the Clown's brother is in the business, <laughs> taking over the family biz. It's total nepotism. Literally only got the job because of Jack the Clown. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. But, you know, I wonder if he's he going to himself. I wonder if he's going to look normal or if he's also a clown. I think he's adopted, so they're totally different. So his brother just um, grew up as a clown. Yeah. But that that well, implies the family, like the parents had the clown. They had Jack the clown. They're like, this can't be it. Like we we need a normal kid. So they adopted Eddie, and then Eddie turned into a, a murderer. Yeah. They, that, the parents can't win. They're probably a nice, nice couple of nice couple. I know it it implies that Jack the Clown was once a child right. and like yeah. had a childhood. And I just I don't see the picture. And then finally the shows, you know, or Bill and Ted's is gone. Were you a fan of Bill and Ted's? I was for like the first couple years I went. Then it got pretty sexual. It got really sexual really quick. Like I was in like eighth or ninth grade 
and we're there. We're like middle schoolers. Yeah. And like these grown women are just coming up into the stands and just like humping the air right next to us. It's just like, I don't like, this is kind of weird. Like I was here for the jokes and people are, it's, I feel like I'm at a strip show right now. Yeah. Yep. Very disturbing. Very disturbing. Um, well the show, the two shows this year, we've got marathon of mayhem carnage factory. There's no manufacturing the screens as a terrifying show comes to life in universal studios lagoon. It's a fear factory. So it's a water show. It seems like, huh? Okay. Yeah, so I'm expecting a lot because they had two years to get all this stuff together. Yeah, plenty of time. You know, while we were, while everyone was quarantined, these people were just thinking about this. <laughs> um, and then Halloween Nightmare Fuel, a new show. This is brand new, guys. Brand new show here is igniting Halloween Horror Nights, featuring fire, pyro, and aerial performers. Good God. So it's Where like Cirque du Soleil from hell. I don't know. It's probably happening in the Fear Factor. That's true. That's uh, probably, yeah. Theater. Yeah, definitely where it's happening. Stupid question. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's the lineup. And then, of course, the rides will be open. Always a good time. Just the greatest event yeah. ever made. It it's really just is. Nothing better than Halloween Horror Nights. Hollow Screams going to be at SeaWorld this year. Hollow Screams is fantastic. Yeah, if you go once every few years or so, because they do repeat houses, but there's the fear in that it's like this isn't as high a budget. I don't know if they did as good as background criminal checks on these guys. Right. They can. Yeah. And like Halloween Horror Nights, they use like like back like track voices, like recorded voices. And at Hollow Screams, it's their own. Yeah, they're just screaming at you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like that. Remember that house we went into? It was like 6 p.m. It, it just opened and the person's just yelling bloody yeah. murder. It sounds like their vocal cords are being ripped to shreds. It's like, and no I'm like, buddy, you have to maintain this for the rest of the night. Like <laughs> let's chill. Yeah. You got a yeah. two hour shift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Netherworld by me. If you are in around Georgia, Ooh. stone mountain was one of the most impressive haunted houses I ever went in. Mackenzie and I were probably inside that house for a solid 20 minutes walking Jeez. through and then they threw us into another house after that so it was like 30 to 40 minutes straight of walking through and actors that will chase you around inside this house and animatronics like impressive <sighs> animatronics like this is the pinnacle event for this area in stone mountain uh it was scary i was a little afraid of our lives and it, it was also during like more peak covid and so they were only sending groups in at a time like one at a time. And so it was just Mackenzie and I in it for the first like 10, 15 minutes. That's terrifying. I thought I was going to have That's nightmare fuel. That should, that's one of the scare zones this year. Netherworld. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Netherworld guys, get your tickets. Netherworld. Thank you for the sponsorship. Um, And yeah, so that's, I think that's it. That it's, it's going to be fun. We will do a Halloween Horror Nights recap after we go. Uh, we will review it, tell you all of our favorites and least favorites. Um, yeah. Yeah. To sign off, you have to say Beetlejuice three times before we can sign off. I won't do it. You have I, to do it. Not, you don't mess around with that, Jimmy. You don't mess around with that. You have to do it. All right. I'm not oh, how about for you to sign off? You go in the bathroom, turn off the lights and say Bloody Mary three times. That's real, though. This was, Beetlejuice was supposed to be a comedy. 
Well, it wasn't. It was a utter horror film. Just three times. Just do it. Nope. Nope. I'll say I'll say Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, but I won't say it a third time. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice.